I'm Addie Lowen. Here's your Stabak Online Daily News for Tuesday, May 25th. Coming up, we're going to find out how the Stonbeck and Area Garden Club is growing, as well as Wildlife Haven, who are increasing their occupancy, and in a good way. Let's begin with this. The total value of building permits pulled in Steinbeck in April alone is just over $10 million. Mayor Olfunk says these strong numbers continue to show that Steinbeck is a desirable community to live and do business in. Our total value of permits is $10.48 million. We've got almost $3.3 million in residential and just under seven point two in commercial, industrial schools, that kind of stuff. So it just goes to show you commercial business in Steinbach is alive and well. Uh, last year we saw so much residential RMD and now we're seeing a lot more industrial, a lot more commercial. Funk says there's always that ebb and flow between commercial and residential and this year we are seeing those tides shift. He notes he has talked with a number of businesses and developers and expects the rest of the year to be equally busy. RCMP are investigating a break, enter, and theft at Penner Auction House in Steinbeck. According to police, it happened last week, Tuesday at 3.30 a.m. The suspects gained entry through the rear fence and attempted to steal an off-road vehicle, but in doing so became stuck in a water drainage ditch at the rear of the property. A photo of the suspect can be seen in the news story at SteinbeckOnline.com. And anyone with information is asked to contact Steinbeck RCMP or Crime Stoppers. And one person is dead following a crash involving a train and semi-tractor southeast of Bozager. With more, here's reporter Shannon Duick. On Monday at approximately 4 p.m., Bozager RCMP received a report of the collision along Road 44 East between Road 68N and 69N in the arm of Brokenhead. When officers arrived on scene, a 46-year-old male from the area was being extracted from the semi. He was pronounced dead on scene. Investigation has determined that the semi with no trailer was traveling north, stopped at the railroad crossing, and then proceeded through the intersection and was struck by a train. The semi was being driven by a 16-year-old male who was receiving driver training in the vehicle at the time of the collision. He received non-life-threatening injuries and was transported to hospital. An RCMP forensic collision reconstructionist is assisting with the ongoing investigation. I'm Shannon Duick. And Manitoba's top doctor has announced that current public health orders are being extended. Chief Provincial Public Health Officer Dr. Brent Rusin says COVID-19 cases are simply too high. We have nearly 5,000 active cases, 69% of that, of those cases occurring in the last seven days. Last week, prior to a long weekend, uh, we announced even uh, further uh, restrictions um, really to eliminate all uh, gatherings outside household gatherings. Uh, So today I'm announcing that uh, those restrictions will remain in place until Saturday, May 29 at 12.01 a.m. Under current public health orders, indoor public gatherings are not permitted and visitors are not allowed on private property. Outdoor gatherings with anyone from outside a household are not permitted, including playgrounds, golf courses, parks and sports fields. Retail businesses may only operate at 10% capacity or 100 customers, whichever is lower, and only one person per household will be allowed to enter a business, though there are some exceptions, such as a single parent with children or someone who requires a caregiver. For more on the public health orders, visit the news story at StandbackOnline.com. And with that, here are today's COVID-19 case count numbers. As public health officials have confirmed, there are 259 new cases of the virus in our province. Of those, 28 are in Southern Health, including five in Steinbach, one in Taché, 
five in the Neverville richard District, and three in the St. Pierre de Salaberry District. And Manitoba is in discussions with Saskatchewan and North Dakota about sending COVID-19 patients from our intensive care units to their due to those jurisdictions. With more, here's reporter Shannon Duick. Our province has already flown at least 18 patients to Ontario as the result of intensive care units being stretched thin. Not only that, but Dr. Perry Gray, Chief Medical Officer for Shared Health, says there are surgeries and procedures being cancelled or postponed in order to free up space and staff for COVID-19 patients. Dr. Gray refers to these as the invisible patients. And by adding the invisible patients, I'm hoping to reach the people who don't believe in COVID, who don't believe in testing, who don't believe in vaccination, that if you don't care about that disease, do you care about all the other real diseases that are out there that we're not getting to because we are tied up with COVID? Dr. Gray says for him, the light at the end of the tunnel is three weeks after 75% of our population is vaccinated with their first dose. I'm Shannon Duick. Southeastern Manitoba continues to trend below the provincial average when it comes to the COVID-19 vaccine uptake. As of today, 60% of Manitoba adults have been vaccinated. However, in Steinbeck, 34% of adults have been vaccinated. Meanwhile, in Hanover, that percentage is 23%. Brenda Buhay had this to say after getting the vaccine earlier this month at the super site in Steinbeck. I mean, I find it very important. Uh, the sooner more people get it done, the sooner, you know, life can get back to normal or as close as possible, right? And I want to be able to see my kids and grandkids. I mean, I would say there's nothing to it. Like, just, you know, if you want life to get back to normal, just go in there and do it. For more on this, including percentages for other districts in the southeast, visit the news story at steinbeckonline.com. And it's been a busy month so far at the Wildlife Haven Rehabilitation Center in Ildashane. The center's executive director, Zoe Nakata, says their patient intake last week was huge. Last week, we had over 100 new patients. So that's a big uptake for us, but we're ready for it. The center sees an increase in patients each spring. Baby birds, bunnies and squirrels have all been admitted recently. And Nakata says they see the number increasing each year. Nakata attributes the uptake in animal admissions to the public recognizing the work of the center and to the pandemic. Well, I think people are just a little bit more in tune with nature these days, especially with the pandemic. You know, people are out in parks and they're taking walks and there's a lot more people taking up bird watching and camping and hiking. So there's a lot more opportunity to observe. It's a wonderful movement. It's really exciting. And you see it everywhere. Annette Shave, chairperson of the Steinbeck Area Garden Club, says, you know, I think people are starting to recognize that, you know, we've got to take care of the future We can't just garden for ourselves. We have to garden not just for our kids and our grandchildren, but generations thereafter. And if we don't have pollinators, that ain't going to happen, right? Shave has been with the Garden Club for three years now and finds that especially this spring, folks are eager to get their seeds and plants into the ground. However, she encourages gardeners to wait until at least the beginning of June. That said, she recognizes that. Some gardeners are gamblers, and that's great. That can mean they, that's, that's their choice. You're getting your nails dirty and getting in the soil. So therapeutic, but so you lose a few plants, or you have to seed twice. You know, it, it, it might be an okay thing, too. When it comes to what to put in this soil, 
First, make sure it's healthy. 2021 gardeners are exchanging synthetic fertilizers for natural compost. Some homeowners are even going so far as to tear up their lawns and putting in meadows of native grasses and flowers. They're building raised garden boxes or vertical gardens and planting ornamental edibles and vegetables that are both nice to look at and delicious in a salad or meal. She says this new generation of gardeners are willing to try different things, which are not always grandma's kind of growing, but she's still excited about it. For details on these stories and more, including photos, videos, and interviews, go to StandBackOnline.com. I'm Addie Lowen.